0: And we're live and I'm about to drop the freaking the freaking video. What's up MacTown family? We are here doing something brand new. Corbin, tell them what we got going on today. Today, we are back.
1: Man, I don't know if this is part four or part three, but it's the
0: Chain Out podcast. So back at it again. That might sound very confusing because you're like, I've been watching this channel for a year, and I've never seen a Chain Out podcast. You'd be correct. We have done two other podcasts throughout the last three years, and we've always said... This is the this is the start of like we're gonna keep doing this and then we haven't this done it. This is the start of something <laughs> the same, but th- this time is for real. This and time is for real. if you don't know me, I'm Elijah Keck. To my left, I got Blake Jones, who just muted himself. He's sick That's of wild. us, dude. He's so sick of us. I'm unmuting you.
1: He hates talking about this golf, dude.
0: Bro. You, you, <laughs> bro, actually you mute yourself?
1: He can't unmute himself either. My bad. My fault. Oh shoot.
2: So Blake, tell us, here.
0: tell us who you are and how you're related to Trevor Staub.
2: Uh, Trevor Staub's my dad. No, my name is Blake. Uh, I've been playing disc golf for <laughs> six years, seven years. Uh, I've been a youth pastor for five years. But yeah, that's all you need about
1: me. Flex on him, Blake. Like, who's your favorite disc golf pro?
2: Simon Lazat, for sure. Wow! No matter what company is that either.
1: I think like, he has many... the
2: most raw talent in the world.
1: That's good. Yeah, he's good. Probably true, probably true. That's... Corbin, like, how, how many uh, MacTown tournaments have you won? One baby. Wow. Uh,
2: I think. <laughs> Bro, did I tell you I That's saw crazy. that exact trophy with the ribbon and everything in a Texas Best gas station the other day? Yeah,
0: I've, I've, been letting, well, I've been letting gas stations borrow my borrow my trophy. We it's found you. Like a Ohio, dude. Cheap trophy. <laughs> I didn't buy it. Logan bought it. Anyways, <laughs> back to the podcast. And last <laughs> but not least, we have Corbino. 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 What, what about you? How long have you been playing? Who's your favorite player? I've been
1: playing for... I mean, next month, I think that's four years. So
0: he's a COVID
1: disc golfer, you know?
0: I feel like you were right before COVID.
1: Yeah. So maybe it has been four years already. Yeah. So, yeah, just about four years. My favorite pro is Kyle Klein. The Dang. boy.
0: That's sick. He had a good good ah, tournament, man. He did have a uh, good tournament. I've been playing a long time. Uh, 12 years. And... It's been a good time, been quality time playing. And my favorite pro is obviously Anthony Barella. So I've always loved him. I've always said I loved him. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's my favorite. It's nothing to do with him. He was just winning. He won? Oh, shoot. I didn't know that. Uh, he's
1: your favorite player. He didn't know he won. Well, uh, where did your favorite you player finish, actually? Like I did identify
2: you? with AB.
0: I identify a. B. with I felt him. The same. We're very similar, just looks wise. So and my favorite player is actually Kevin Jones, and I don't think he was playing this weekend, so he we took the weekend off. He was there actually in the tournament, but he was not playing like he was just joking around So, Oh, okay.
1: I was like, I didn't so. see his name in the top seventy or something like that. I can't remember. He's in the top I, seventy. He was in the okay. top seventy. Everyone called him. I didn't down. see it. Everyone to him goals, dude. You gotta have goals. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Anyways, hey, we are doing this podcast, uh, The Chain Out. We're going to be doing this after every Elite Series or Major. And so some of these other ones we're not going to be doing, but we'll try our best to get one out there every Tuesday following uh, that Elite Series tournament. And just to give you some for us to talk about it, to see what our thoughts are on who won uh, some of the players that were involved in the drama And then um, just to talk about the tournament in general and then kind of promoing and kind of previewing what is next and making some bold predictions, which I love. And I think we'll talk about, uh, we'll talk a little bit about our, if you don't, if you don't know this, which you wouldn't because we haven't said this, but we are doing a fantasy league. We each have five or seven players, five on our two on our bench, five that are active. So we'll kind of update you on that too, just to give you the update of the update. So, Other than that, let's move on in to talking about this stinking tournament that just happened—the Chess.com tournament. Who wants to start? Invitational, yeah.
2: They got invited. Did they? Did they give a like? How the connection between disc golf and this chess? Like, what was the connection? How did they find it?
0: So I watched. I watched the interview of the guy who owns Chess.com. He said that he just is a huge disc golfer and he has a collection of lunas and he ha- wanted Paul to sign some lunas. And that's how they kind of met through that, through that him just playing. And so he wanted to spot, they kind of just got became friends and then he wanted to sponsor this tournament. And he even said like, he's like, we will probably not see any profit from this. It's, it's literally just cause I like disc golf, <laughs> which, is funny, which is funny to me. But chess.com uh,
1: is actually good at though. If you're a chess guy,
0: it is. Or girl. or
2: girl. I have a chess set right here.
0: Is that right. the trophy? No I
1: have a chess set right next to me too.
2: Actually, AB sent me the trophy. number one
1: thing.
2: He said if you could give talk- this to Elijah, yeah, it would be great.
0: We could talk about the trophy a little bit. I don't know what your thoughts are.
1: That's totally. It was the worst trophy I've ever seen. <laughs>
0: <It> literally just <laughs> a chess board. <laughs> I thought it was cool because it's the chess.com thing. I wish they would have just done more with it, you know, yeah. like like ro- had writing on it or yeah something. It's not
2: it's not worse than the OTB Open from a couple of years ago. It was literally an MVP disc with yeah. OTB champion on it. Well, at least yeah. you
1: get to throw it, you know.
0: But the chessboard,
1: you just get. And to th- can throw the chessboard. God.
0: I think yeah. they missed. I think they missed the mark because they could have put a freaking king on there as a trophy, a king like a chess piece, king. That would have been so did you, sick.
2: Did you see hole 18? The bottom of it was a pond. They should have elevated it and had a king on that one
0: and made it an elevated it's, basket. Yeah, they, they had a bunch of these like different pieces throughout the uh, mm-hmm. event, which is cool. But I'm like, I don't know. It's cool that you get a chessboard and you keep that, but I wish it would have been something. Like even this, which is like a king on top, would have been so sick. <laughs> Not this one specifically. <laughs> nicer... <laughs>
2: Okay. I know where they can find it. TexasBest.com.
0: TexasBest. <laughs> I love it. Well, um, did you all end up watching at all live? Or did you watch everything post? I watched it all post. I haven't subscribed post. to DGN yet. Hasn't subscribed to DGN. Corbin?
1: I watched post. Kept up with the live scores on PJ Live, but didn't watch it live. I yeah. Feeding off Jomez and... Discord pro to highlights afterwards.
0: Yeah, I'll be honest, I haven't. I didn't know I had to get pro to yeah. watch this, and so I get I get there to watch it, and I'm like, oh crap! So it's only you to twenty bucks to, pro to get it. Yes, so there's different levels to DGN that you have to have, and the pro one gets you like multiple new uh, different events. Uh, you can watch all of the majors, pretty much everything that they do. You can watch. Uh, and then they have some bonus content, I guess. And it's 20 bucks a month. So I think I'm paying 10 for like whatever the. Okay. Yeah. I-, I
1: saw the, I saw the pricing today and I was like, well, I saw the yearly pricing. It was like 240 bucks. I was like, what the heck are we doing? But yeah, I guess
0: $20 a month when you put it like, that's not that bad. Yeah. It's like paying for Netflix or something. So it's if, like, if you are going to watch it, it, probably is worth it if you're going to watch every everything but, but
2: see here's the thing i do not have four and a half hours a day on a weekend to watch disc golf so i'm like i might as well just watch it post
0: yeah i mean fair i'm mostly like i like to watch the last round live if i can on sundays mm-hmm. kind of afternoon and mm-hmm. then usually i just watch the highlights or jomez the next day or whatever um right. kind of catching up on it so i'm curious I don't know how many, if it says how many, sh- uh, like people watched live. But I was a little confused because they had it on YouTube live.
2: <laughs> the first round, right? They didn't have. They have second, yes. or third round too.
0: I think no. just the first round.
1: Yeah, just the first.
0: So it's like, man, people are paying twenty bucks to get this bonus thing that you get at least the first round lot.
2: It's just interesting. Well,
0: they did that yeah.
2: last year. But they did the third, the final round
1: every time. Like you can yeah, watch. I enjoyed that. Yeah. I don't think they'll do this that. There's but certain in- people
2: that are not gonna pay for live disc golf ever.
0: Yeah.
1: Wow. Big statement. That is big. But I get I mean, in terms of the tournament itself, uh the course was interesting. Obviously, like we've seen that course before and throw down the mountain, but yeah, it's obviously Paul changed it up a lot. Um, there's some really, really tough holes. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of complaining about some of the pars, but I think that's just kind of like the way that it is first year of a course. Like, I don't know really how you get away with that because you haven't had a pro, an entire pro field play the course yet. And so it's kind of tough to judge that. Um, But obviously there'd probably be changes next year if they play there again.
2: Yeah. I personally like the layout of the throw down the mountain when it was designed that way. Like, the, the flow of it looked good, and, like, it was a fun watch. The only one I liked differently was that, like, 460-foot, like, canyon shot. I really enjoyed that hole. I know a lot of people didn't like it, but I was like, that's it. I mean, you got to go for it. <laughs> like, at that yeah. level, you cannot just throw down the bottom and throw up. Like, you have to, to go for it. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's a difficult course. I mean, score-wise, people were not scoring super, super high, which I like that, personally. You know, you see that with... um you know, Northwood black and stuff like that, where it's like pretty, there's a lot of like people that go a few under and then a lot of people that are over. So I personally like that style. I like that it was Florida and there was a lot of big throws, but it was still wooded. And you had like that, like Spanish moss. It looked really pretty. So for, for its first year on tour, I think it was pretty well made. Like I, Paul did a really good job at making sure everything was good to go. So yeah, I like it. Um the whole there's a whole 8 I don't know if you saw this this is uh oh gosh what is his full name jo- uh Joseph Anderson Joey Buckets is his nickname which great nickname let's be honest let's be honest <laughs> and this is what happened the final round whole 8 well this is this is you know the time where we can see what he's made of is he ready to take that next step this This is looking so
2: good, Paul. Wow. Hit
0: the... bit! No! No! That's not
2: a commentator jinx. That's that's just the way it was. It looked great.
0: That is not a commentator jinx. (laughs) That's (laughs) insane. Dude. What do y'all think about that?
2: That just furthers the point that there should not be the hard plastic base covers. It should be the koozie style like that it doesn't bounce off of like that. Because that happened to Macbeth a couple years ago, didn't it? Yeah. It, a, bounce a, a, it bounced
0: off, the would be Jonesboro. Jonesboro, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think there's no reason you couldn't get, like, a padded thing with advertisement. Like, I don't right. really understand. Maybe it and that cost more, but I think we've seen so many of these things, especially, like, final round, that actually make a difference. Because he went on to take the par, missed the putt. I mean, he went, like, 90 feet down the hill. So... Mm-hmm end up taking the par that's a bummer like not getting rewarded for your shot which is a part of disc golf here and there but i mean you saw ricky have a couple bad spit outs and roll like 60 feet into the woods which is pretty crazy so yeah i don't know
1: i mean that's some of the green but like you said i mean part of the like if if you had a flat green and the whole entire circle one was flat then you wouldn't have that issue and so I can see why they're like, we're not gonna change everything based on the course. Um based on one right. or one or two courses or a couple holes or something like that. But honestly, like okay, uh Vista Vista in uh yeah, where that's at. Yeah, in California. The the elevated baskets, I don't know if they're still this way, but back in the day they're just the poles. Just straight like, poles. Like just just straight poles. And I don't I mean, I don't mind it. I know they have to do advertising and stuff like that, but
2: I mean, yeah. yeah,
1: they're still like that, aren't they? I guess aesthetically it doesn't look bad if that's aren't what they they're still worried like, about.
2: Aren't they still just poles in the air? They don't have a base around them.
1: I think so. Yeah, I I played there I, like a year and a half ago or something like that's that. That's
2: super unfortunate for Joey, though, or Joseph or whatever he, he goes by.
0: Yeah, it's just it's a uh, sophomore season. He had a pretty decent season last year. I I never really heard of the guy, and I had to look him up because he was on coverage. And I was like, "That's pretty sick." Um, pretty good young player. Honestly, he's sponsored by Cast Blast, which is nice to see, like a different brand represented in the top ten. Honestly, so. Yeah.
1: Well, cool. even y- Yuli said it. Like, he's he's so like the form is just immaculate. <laughs> it looks like he's not doing anything and he's just working discs like he he he's mastered that like baby flip-up game both forehand and backhand which is crazy it's like he feels like a kevin jones type of player but not as powerful and like you know doesn't have like a crazy putt like kevin does and yeah so but like a a little bit of a smoother kevin jones
2: (laughs) (laughs) the opposite of
1: aaron gossage it's like
2: Super yes. every day into a disc.
0: <laughs> dude. we'll we'll, we'll kind of get into that here in a second uh, i want to i want to kind of go back real fast and go back to uh dgn just for a second uh i watched a little bit of it like i was able to see snippets of it of that first day on youtube i like the format i like what they did uh on there and the one thing i was curious about is how without eu disk they would do some of their stats and I actually really liked what what they what they end up doing. They end up doing a Bushnell kind of rangefinder sponsor. But every single putt, you could see exactly how far away it was. It wasn't like circle one, circle two, whatever. It was thirty five feet, forty five feet. You know, so right. I really like that. I, I appreciate that. I think it was a nice touch. I think there's obviously from All Star. There's a little rough. They had a couple. I think they had a two hour or an hour and a half window where they went down during the uh, second day. So I think those are just things they're going to figure out as but they... That uh, was like,
2: that was across PDJ whole. hole. So it was a tournament yeah. in Shreveport happening that they weren't able to keep score for that hour and a half. So like the whole server went down, not just uh, DGA. Oh, wow. See, that's yeah.
0: crazy. So I think it's as, you know, obviously we're a very new sport and this is... I, I, I'm not someone who likes to dog on dgn you know i I think it's easy to go there and you know pick the small things and go how like why aren't they doing this better it's like dude they're doing a great job for the for the money they have like obviously if they had unlimited budget they could go in there with all those high quality things and make everything great but they they don't have that and so i think they do incredible for what they have personally yeah it's not tnt did you
2: ever hear right. the horror stories of like back in the day before live, it was a thing and YouTube was a thing to watch tournaments. You had to wait like six months and then go get it from a video store and like rent it on VHS and watch it there. Crazy. You ever hear about that? Like the 1990s or whatever. That's what they did. And I'm like, yeah. I could not imagine going and watching that.
0: Yeah. That's no crazy story. actually.
1: Yeah. Imagine like Clymo playing in his first 10th world and you're just like,
0: all right, let me wait a couple months and then I'll find out if he won. There's kind of something cool to that, though, like the (laughs) the word of mouth. Like, you can like within a two month span, you're like, I don't know who won worlds, like who won worlds. I mean, I it wasn't that big of a sport, so it wasn't like, I don't know. But I think they're doing a good job. They're watching it, right? You go and travel and see it. So, Um, but I think they're doing a good job, and I'm excited to see how they continue to make it better throughout this year. Um, I think I don't know if you saw. I don't even know if we want to get into this, but. Definitely, a definitely a, a tough split between them and U Disk. I've seen a couple interviews, and it seems like, I mean, to me, it seems like they just didn't want to use U Disk, um, and like U Disk was kind of waiting on them to see, hey, what are we gonna do? Uh, but you got to think if you're, you know, they're they're sponsored or they're partnered with PDGA, so it makes so much sense that they would go to PDGA Live and use that platform to keep scores and do all that, which there were definitely some issues with that that I found, but I don't know. I know you guys said you can't, you kind of kept score. How did you like that? Corbin kind of watching scores live compared to you disc. Uh, I mean, I didn't really
1: notice much of a difference. Um Yeah, I will. I will say it's like, I liked the convenience of going. Uh, I I didn't use the app. You can use the app though. Right.
0: Yeah. I use okay. the app.
1: I I was stupid. I was going on Safari and searching it up. I was being dumb. But I guess if you use the app, I was going to say like the convenience of going to an app and then just clicking on the link to the scores was really nice. Um but I guess I could also just do that with that <laughs> PGA Live app. I kind of forgot I had it. Yeah. Um, and so I, I I didn't really notice much of a difference. I think aesthetically it's a lot nicer. Yeah. The white and the green and the blue and everything is a lot a lot better to look at than yeah, if the you don't know what that's black like. and orange.
0: It, it looks pretty great. Um like you said you weren't on you weren't looking at this live.
2: No, I was looking at that live. Like I was okay. following along on there. I just didn't go to DGN like the actual cool. video Gotcha. Part, so. Yeah.
0: One thing I noticed is I love I think it's I think they're gonna fix all the bugs with this and it's gonna be incredible. I think in a few years it's gonna be like I think U Disc is going to get into that realm of like everyday disc golfer. You know that's kind of what they're wanting to do, anyways. I think PDGA and and the live is going to be for a tournaments and stuff. One thing one I noticed thing, though is oh, sorry, you can go. I was saying one thing
2: I did like was the you probably can't see it, but like the layout. Why mm, so bright? But, um, <laughs> sorry. Like how they have it laid out, DGBT A tier, B tier. Like you can yeah. find all the A tier, B tier tournaments a lot easier instead of having to yeah. search the exact name of it.
0: Right. Um, I think it'll just take a second, you know, for people to get used to it not being U disk. You know, you have those like U disk fans that are going to be all about it, and I love U disk. Like I love using it for my rounds personally. I don't even think. I mean, I don't know if PDGA, PDGA Live is even going to go after like the everyday rounds type of players. I don't think that's what their goal is. Um, But if they did, they probably would be able to do it the same. (laughs) Or UDIS just has the advantage of having all the courses kind of locked and loaded. But the one thing I noticed that I didn't like, that I don't like, that I think they should fix, is you can't find the the whole tournament uh, stats. So you can only do it one round at a time. So when I go Mm -hmm. to an MPO player, I click on Ricky, I can only see what he did Each round, I can't see the total event, uh, which is kind of a bummer, Uh, like putting stats and all that. I mean, not that I ever look at that personally anyways, but for conversations like on a podcast, it'd be nice to go, okay, this is the stats, you know, for the tournament. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. Anyways, um, let's move on to uh, talking about FPO I don't know if you guys caught up with FPO I don't think we'll keep stay long on this because to be honest with you I don't watch a lot of FPO anyways and so um, I I thought it was interesting when I went to that third round and was looking okay who's in the lead uh, we saw uh, a familiar face of someone who kind of chokes Evelina Solan, and won this tournament um, which we won't say we won't say nicknames here we won't do that, but she's a great player. Great thrower, which I think matches this course really well. Any thoughts on the FPO finish?
1: Man, she was she was running away, and you couldn't catch her. Oh <laughs> I <my>. mean,
0: <laughs> sorry. Oh <my> God. We <laughs> sorry. love FPO, guys. Like guys, guys we...
2: somebody.
1: That's all I'm saying.
2: You
1: should have had a call. Um, call somebody and let them know. I mean, I was, I'm honestly on the FPO side. I, I am a, kind of a big fan of her as a player. Um, I thought last year she was going to compete kind of, but obviously, Kristen kind of just defeated everybody. And I, I feel like she was kind of absent, but I think it's good to see her win one. Um, yeah. I didn't pay too close attention. Was Kristen there? No, she starts her, she starts in Waco. Okay. So, Which- I mean, so we'll see if Kristen does the same thing again this year, which probably. But yeah, um, it's good to see somebody else win something, and maybe so she can compete this year.
2: One person I did see a lot from DGPT putting out on Instagram owns Scoggins. Like I know she used to be a really good player. She I think is lighting back up, and I think she's gonna be somebody to to yeah. watch out for on the FBI, FBO side this
0: year. She won, she won a tournament last year. And she's always been. She's just the best putter. I mean, she might be the best putter, stats wise, MPO or FPO. I mean, she is so good. By far, the best FPO putter. I mean, if you watch, if you watch the All Star, she dominated them. So that's kind of her niche. uh, And she's definitely not a big thrower. She throws a lot of side arms. Um, Let me let me me run through top ten FPO, uh, and then we can kind of talk about it. But Evelina Solonen, number one. Ella Hansen, another big thrower, number two. Missy Gannon, Money Missy, number three. Holland Handley, number four, or got tied for third. Hannah uh, Blomroos, Natalie Ryan, Stacey Ronsley, Owen Scoggins, Morgan Lenz, and Cat Merch. And then tied for 10th is Paige Pierce, which I thought was interesting, kind of looking at her mm. tournament. So, any standouts there? It stands out to me that Paige Pierce was barely top 10.
1: Yeah. I was going to say it. the same thing about Kat Mersh. I mean, yeah, Cat Mersh doesn't have the, the reputation and obviously it hasn't been as consistent. But I went to All-Stars, not this past All-Stars, but the one before. And uh, uh, she was my favorite FBO player to watch. Like, as far as, like, form and, like, types of shots she could throw she was just fun to watch um and you could tell that she was really good probably i mean she's definitely better than me so um it's like yeah i think i think i expected i expect her to be uh, more of a top five person rather than just a top 10 player but um I, it's first tournament
0: of the year you know right yeah i, I mean they lost by 19 strokes her and paige to yeah. Evelina. So, which that just to me, I'm like, I just am so used to old Paige Pierce where it's like, you know, obviously she's recovered. She's coming back from injury. She's coming back from a, a, kind of a period where she wasn't playing. So I think definitely getting back in the swing of things, but yeah, it's just, it's kind of crazy to even see her and Paul. We'll talk about Paul in a second, but even see their names so low on this list is such an interesting, you know, new dynamic that's happening in both of these fields. But obviously we have the Natalie Ryan situation, Uh, We won't go too far into that, mainly because whatever the rules are, she's applying, he or she is applying by the rules. It is what it is. You know, we don't have any say over that. Um, Didn't even win, so I don't know what to say about that. (laughs) How many strokes was the difference there? Uh, total ten. So, So
2: Evelina just like cleaned house.
0: She, yeah, she won by five strokes to Ella. So, and the putting was looking good. I, uh, she's kind of known for having those gips. If you saw Waco last year, that crazy, I wish I had the Just video. screwing to the right. <laughs> the crazy putting. Yeah, it's wild. So, I think getting a win, I mean, she's, she's won before. She won at Waco 2021 20, or something like that. <clears throat> she's won before, but getting that win is big, is, is a big momentum thing. I think if she's going to compete, if anyone's going to compete with, Kristen this year. It's going to have to be her or someone like Holland Hanley or Missy Gant Someone who's a consistently good thrower and then getting that putt dialed. So that's kind yeah. of my thoughts on it. Anything else, FPO? No more comments. No more comments. For show, for sure, for sure. Okay. Um, let's move on to MPO. Spoiler alert. If you haven't watched it, go watch it because here is the winner
1: over a decade ago I heard a rumor about an 11 year old kid who could throw a mini 300 feet and then over that decade we heard stories of you breaking holes in half winning distance competitions pushing our imaginations as to what can even be done with a disc and now here you are showing off the full package your first elite series win how do you feel it's just unbelievable I've been waiting my whole life for this and all the losses are worth it now this feeling's amazing
0: So really cool. Ab takes the win, his first elite series win, and um, you can tell. I mean, I was kind of surprised at how emotional he was there Uh, when I watched. I was watching this uh, live, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" Like he's so emotional. Like I I could tell. It kept he kept going talking about his his family and friends and stuff that support him, and just a really cool moment, honestly, to see him take down a take down a win, especially after last season choking away the uh, European Open, but. Big time.
2: Yeah, I think a lot of his <clears throat> a lot of his thing is maturing and growing, like getting older. He's what, 19, 20 years old? Maybe 21? Uh, oh, he's, he's a little older he's, older yeah.
1: yeah. he's older than that. He's older. He's gotta yeah, be. Kidding. He's definitely but older anyway, than
2: that. he's still young and he's still like learning how to when to play smart, when to play risky, like when to really kind of go after things. I think he's. I think he's only gonna go up from here.
0: He was born in 2000. So he's 24. He's 24. So Where young. You oh my gosh. gosh. We'll, we'll be
2: going 24 feet.
1: Yeah. That's I mean, I think, I think there was something. I think when he switched to Discraft, he had a different. He obviously knew that he needed something different to propel him to win elite series, win majors, and stuff like that. Um, and I think it's definitely helped his game. Um, not saying that Innova doesn't make good discs or anything like that, or Discraft makes better discs, but I think there's something to be said about like the DNA of Discraft versus the DNA of Innova, and like making a change in your career can kind of yeah. push you to a different level. Um, especially when you're that young, like Simon doesn't really get pushed to a new level by such an MVP. and Eagle probably won't get pushed to a whole new level by switching MVP. But like when you're young, you've been throwing innova for four or five years and you know, you're starting to get into the groove of your game where you're throwing farther than you've ever thrown and you're putting better than you've ever putted. It's like switching, switching companies to a a company that's known for a little bit more success, I guess in
0: recent times. Yeah. And there's that confidence. You know, obviously when he first got on the scene, he was like, he was like Paul's little mini me. So that confidence of being with Paul, um, you know, I think and like Eagle kind of said this when he switched to MVP, he was like, it's just, you know, the excitement of learning new discs, the excitement of, of doing something different. And Gannon even talked about that a little bit with prodigy, you know, kind of similar situation started as a kid with this company, moved to a different company. Um, but man, AB winning, I think, Getting that kind of monkey off his back. I'm curious, and let me know how you feel. Do you feel like this could be the, like the A B season? Like what we saw Calvin last year, again last year, like taking down three, four events. No. No. Okay.
1: What's that? No. I mean You think it's like a one hit wonder? No, I mean, I definitely think he'll be he'll be a frequent top ten guy. Like, no doubt about that. Um, maybe even fruit top five, but I think, I think saying a frequent top 10 is, is being, being realistic. Um, I don't, I don't like if you had to ask me if he's going to win another elite series, I'd probably say no. Wow. Not That's saying that he couldn't win it,
2: statements.
1: but will he win it? I don't think so. Um, I mean, you saw even he hit 18 under at like hole 12. And ended at 18 under while ricky was chasing like you know if ricky didn't have a the front nine that he did at in the final round and you know there was a little bit more competition coming out from the back especially at courses that have been on the pro tour for a while um i don't think that he holds up as well um in those types of situations still um could he do it? Yeah, for sure, but I don't I don't really see it, especially with the amount of competition. I mean, Joseph Anderson's on lead card, and you know, you most people probably had never heard of him until they saw him on Jomez coverage this week. And just that fact alone that like anybody can be in that top four, uh, kind of lowers your chances of winning anything, yeah. even if you're a Calvin Heimberg, like your chances of winning are lower this year than it we were last year. And you're probably still going to win three, you know. So,
0: Blake, what do you think about that?
1: Uh, I don't know. Kind of
2: like I agree a little bit and disagree. I think that um, why did my screen just go big? I did that. <laughs> I, <don't like> that. <laughs> I feel like I was just talking myself. Um, so I think. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody take control away from this, man. There um, <laughs> we go. I think that this is the first tournament of the year. You know, All-Stars was not really like a warm-up. It was kind of just have fun. This is the very first tournament. I think you're going to start seeing some of those more normal names come back. I don't think this is going to be a year where it's like, oh, it's all the new young guys. No, I think it's going to be some of those more normal names Like, will kick back up um, more frequent throughout the year. Yeah.
0: yeah. My thought is this. Um <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. My thought is this. uh, I'm starting to think I like Barella, to be honest with you. I think his game is insane. I actually think he's like very similar to what Eagle was before his injury. Best sidearm in the game right now. Power sidearm. Incredible sidearm. It's crazy. Dude can throw a mile. It's just the confidence and clutch moments that I'm curious about with him. And so I think if he can get some wins under his belt, it's kind of like Calvin back in the day, like Calvin would get a win here and there. But then he's like, once you build that confidence, like, Hey, I'm a winner. It's that, it's that like, okay, we can do this now. And so um, I'm very curious. I hope he does. And another thing with this is he's going to be good in the open, obviously, but this year they cut a bunch of open courses and added a bunch of wooded courses. Let me walk through this and show you Waco is kind of a mix, but a lot of woods. Um, te- uh, open at Austin is relatively, relatively open. It's kind of the same as Waco open and wooded um, Texas state championships. I'm not sure about that. Jonesboro open. That's someone he could win. Uh, the music city open. That's one. And then dynamic this. So like beginning of the year, there's, there's some open ones available. I don't know anything about the Copenhagen open. I don't even know if he's going to that one. And then, as we kind of get to the end of the season, I think he could win Portland, Beaver State Flings, very wooded. The preserve is very open, but then as you kind of get to the end of the season, you have Ledgestone, which it will is all at Northwoods Black this year, because they're doing they're not or it's all at Eureka this year. Sorry, Champions Cup is all at Northwoods Black, Uh, Idlewild, very wooded. Great Lakes is pretty open. Um, The Green Mountain Championship. Wooded MVP, wooded, DGPT, wooded. You know, there's a lot of um a lot of wooded stuff on this on this tour, and so I'm curious to see if he can clutch up in the woods. Compared, I to know Apple. that
2: he plays really well at Beaver State Fling, doesn't he? Like he always, I think a few years ago he was always in the top like five yeah. or six.
0: So he might yeah, be I mean, really
2: good, really good there.
0: So I think it for him, it's all going to be about his putt and his confidence. If he can do that, I think. I don't think there's a reason why he couldn't be in the top 10 every week or be win two three Pro Tours this year. I think that's definitely possible. I would like to see him do well at the European Open this year, kind of get revenge on last year. So it'll be an interesting storyline with, with AB this year for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. Like his game is pretty flawless almost. I mean, he can throw – the farthest to have anybody backhand and probably forehand too. And his putt is really, really good. Um, so I think, I also think this course suited, suited him a lot, a lot. Yeah. Like, um, like pushing straight shots. Like if you can throw really far off the tee and really straight, you're going to be pretty successful at this course. Um, I think something I'd, I'd like to see, I want to see him shape some shots so I don't know, I don't know what course really is coming up where you have to like shape shots. Um, I guess, I guess Waco is one of them. Like that, yeah, the, middle, the middle section of Waco will be interesting. Um,
0: It'll also be, like, the second part of Waco will be a golf course. So oh, there's two yeah. different courses. I forgot they opened okay. it this
1: year. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. Um, And then I could see him doing well at Preserve and um, probably Eureka too those are courses I can see him doing well at but yeah if i had to bet on if he's going to win another one i i would not put any money on it if he can
2: then- if he can slow down in the woods cuz he like his run up is pretty quick most of the time he's got a full just fast throw if he can just slow down and hit his lines and not worry so much about the distance i think he'll do really well when it comes to the wooded holes
0: yeah it'd be curious man i'm i'm very interested i mean i think i like him getting this win to start the season and see what happens from there um it's like he has such a different personality i not that he's like a villain or even like a bad boy or something like that but he has that like weird mystique where it's like i feel like either you love him or you don't like him like he's kind of like he's one of those and so i think it'd be curious how his fan base continues to grow one of the best logos in the game by far i think so
1: yeah he's definitely off
0: of the It's
1: definitely off of the Macbeth tree when it comes to personality. Oh yeah. True. Yeah. You're like, not like the most (laughs) lovable guy ever, but maybe, yeah. yeah, On, on camera for sure.
0: But who knows? I bet he's really fun off camera.
1: The fact that he's friends with Adam Hammond tells, tells us a lot. (laughs) It's
0: true. It's true. Um, Okay, let me read through the top 10 of MPO and we can kind of talk about some of these players and then after that I want to do like what are some who are some disappointing players in this um in this tournament. So, we went AB number 1. He had 18 down. Ricky Wysocki was 17 down. Almost caught him. The last the second to our whole 17 tripped him up, tripped AB up and ricky got really close which i thought was which, very interesting do
2: you think that that's a a sign that rick like because that's the best ricky's looked in a long time
0: dude I, he's been I hope, out of
2: him for quite some time
0: yeah i hope the injury's kind of over i mean it's you know it's hard because it's lyme's disease so who knows yeah but like even last year like he 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 had a good season for like he had a good season for other people just not for Ricky. Right. and so i'll be curious it, if he and can stay healthy
2: that's tough when you go, you know, five or six years where you and one other person are the top two people, you right. know, and you all eyes are on you.
0: Yeah, I mean Ricky's putting was incredible. He had some bad breaks, like he took a double bog, he had multiple Debbie double bogeys that were like rim outs or cage and, and rolls. I'm like, if he doesn't do that, like he's he's putting at least more pressure on 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 AB. I mean, it was technically a two stroke game because AB laid up the last putt, so. Yeah i mean i like ricky's chances he's definitely winning a tournament this year for sure i like his chances a lot of like i said a lot of wooded which he's so good at it'll be it'll be great to see him um third we got aaron gossage um fourth Gannon burr fifth kyle klein sixth isaac robinson isaac robinson isaac robinson one two three I Robinson. Robinson. <laughs> uh sit, time <laughs> of A six. A. <laughs> uh, time of six is Matty O. Let's go. Sit time There's of six. Gavin Rathman. Clutch. Uh <laughs> ninth. Jesse Niemann. I don't know how to say that. Never
1: it's heard ni- of it. Nine
0: Naimanen. Naimanen.
1: Doo, 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 doo.
0: <laughs> and then Nicholas Antola, Joseph Anderson, Joey Buckets, and then Gavin Babcock. Um, any highlights here you want to talk about?
2: Bro, first off, that <clears throat> Dismania had three of their young guns in the top 15. Yeah. Right, Dude, because they had yeah. Gannon, Nicholas. 10. No, four. Gannon, Nicholas... Isaac, or not Isaac, uh, it was Gavin and Kyle. Kyle Gavin uh, was,
0: was technically 12. Oh, so sorry, I said his name, but uh, he was 12. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, In he played picture. really well. Yeah, that's pretty that's, uh, crazy. Uh, big, the future of Disc Mania is bright.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would say a so. surprise, Gavin Rathbun, but. Not really surprising. I know that he's kind of really good. Um, somebody told me that he wasn't touring this year. Um, crazy Bro, people.
0: I swear, <laughs> I swear he was. He said he wasn't touring.
2: I, I think swear. you have to go on yourself. You were looking him up to see, and you're like, I oh, no, he's not touring. I,
0: I I will find this and post this somewhere. But I swear he was not touring <laughs> this year because he, he would have definitely been on my fantasy team.
1: But it's it's okay um gavin rathbun i know he's good so he's not very really, very surprising uh first term of the year i guess i mean yeah joey anderson obviously big
0: surprise yeah, yeah. i mean just Nyman. Ne- and clutch i mean joey just he's even talked about how he was so nervous to be on coverage i think you know more experience like that i think that for the next few years we're gonna get these like young these young guns continuing to kind of like scratch that top 10 and get into that top 10 and mm-hmm. i think we're gonna see a lot of new faces kind of like last year we had a lot of people pop up we're gonna see a lot of new faces and in, in the this one week.
2: person you won't kick out is maddio maddio is like the most consistent like top 10 top 20 player out there
0: he's he, he is just he just, always. i don't know what his deal is he's just like creeps in there always yeah and he's been playing uh, since like the 90s <laughs> just Dude, I'm willing to say this. If Aaron Gossage could putt, he would be the best in the world. He sucks at putting. Like, legit. It's like pressure putts. He always goes short. <laughs> I'm like, dude. If you're watching this, which is <laughs> would, would be incredible. <laughs> I don't know. You guys think that? I mean, his sidearm's incredible. His backhand's I mean. incredible. He's very, very fast-paced player. But I mean, he, in my
1: mind, there's absolutely no way he'd be the best player in the world. But I'm saying he, he definitely could be. He'd, he'd definitely be challenging for some wins. Yeah, I'm but, just looking at his putting. Was, I mean, his putting was atrocious. I
0: will say that that's very true. And he lost. Yeah, he lost by um, two strokes and had a terrible putting performance. So yeah. one of those things. I think it's it's just. If he could, like, kind of like AB, if he could lock in and make some of those clutch putts, he's right there. So yeah, I mean, I think
1: Isaac, Isaac was was shocking to me that he made the top ten. Um, only not because he's not good, because he's the best, one of the best players in the world. But world champ. <laughs> his first round was uh, very mediocre. Um, he was down with Paul and Simon and, and them after round one. And I was like, what's going on with all them? And then I look round two and he just popped up close to the top and then fought his way into the top 10 um, in the final round. So that was a little bit surprising. And then yeah, Kyle, Kyle missed one circle on putt the whole tournament. Yeah,
0: insane. Insane performance. I was watch- When I was watching this, I was like, his his like his like one of the smoothest forms. in such a unique form, but man, I like watching him throw a disc. It's pretty sick. Yeah, he was he was he putted so well that
1: it kind of sh- overshadowed the rest of his play. Um, like he was he was missing some lines. He was yeah. missing some lines. He was
0: he took four was, bogeys on the last round.
1: Yeah, he was a couple inches off here and there. Um, he just, I mean, in the final round, for sure, he looked kind of out of sorts. Second round, a little bit. Um, but I think that's stuff that kind of gets dialed in as you keep going through the season. But having your putt <laughs> dialed, first tournament of the year,
0: is uh, pretty promising. Yeah, for, for sure. him. It's pretty crazy. What do you think about Gannon? First round or first tournament with Disc Mania popping off, getting in that top five. Right. He's.
2: Future you is bright. Yeah, he's finally got some good
0: disc and not trash plastic. Wow, <laughs> that's crazy. That's actually crazy. That's wild. Really, it's you not good. Tell it's not good better. plastic. It's not good plastic. It's just what everyone else uses because it's literally trilogy. Wait, what? I it. It's the same plastic. Usually- bro. House What's of on? House of Disc. They just be they just be using the same plastic. We all know it. Product. <laughs> this prodigy is terrible. It's very interesting. You, you see that, like, almost his whole bag is old Discmania? like, in a blade. No, his
2: uh, Gannett's. Well, yours too. Yeah, mine for the most part is. <laughs> I think there's a, like one disc. I think there's a zone in there. I, yeah.
0: I just think it's interesting, like, that Discmania is letting him like throw all old plastic since he's like he's not going to be promoting all these amazing new discs they have, he's throwing like an of a made M D threes and I'm like bro. I yeah.
1: don't know. It's,
0: it's very interesting. Well
1: here's the thing that, that is iffy about the whole of this mania situation is a lot of their Innova made discs are better flying discs than their newer discs. The plastic's better the newer plastic is better than the old plastic. Uh, but the discs and especially the selection of discs and also
0: everybody likes worn in discs. Yeah, I just think profit-wise like he did the same thing with Prodigy. It's like he he like promoted the FX3 like a few times, but everything else was like bowling green DD or D3. And like that doesn't make your company money when yeah. you do that, you know. So yeah. I hope he finds, you know, I, I'm I'm excited to see what his creator series will be. I think that will help him kind of sell some discs, but he's definitely going to be up there. I'm curious, what do you think, Gannon or Kyle? Who's going to be the face? Maybe not the face is the wrong word, but who's going to be the best disc mania player this year? I mean, I'm biased. You like? Gannon, I'm a little. Don't
1: you? I'm I'm a little biased, so I have to say Kyle. Bro, um, you're so biased. What? <laughs> Bias. Bias. Okay. Yeah, biased. Uh yeah, I have to say Kyle. I think I don't know. There's something about Ganon I, I just don't I don't know. I don't don't like Ganon, but
0: you can I say think, it right here. Make a make a statement.
1: Well, oh, I feel I feel like Ganon reminds me a lot of Ricky.
0: I like that comparison actually. Personality okay. wise.
1: Personality wise reminds me a lot of Ricky and I mean, I know Ricky's been dealing with health stuff over the past few years, but, like, we saw Ricky at at his best, and we've seen Ricky at, like... It's just Ricky Wysocki. You know, he has the occasional pop-off, but I think Kyle's Kyle's just a really, really consistent player, and it's kind of hard to battle that, especially... I mean, I keep bringing up the putting, but, and again, it's just one tournament, but Kyle is one of the better
0: putters on the tour, so... Yeah, it'll be curious. I, I think, what do you think, Blake? Kind of that that combo between Blake and, or Blake, <laughs> between oh. you and Gannon. You and Gannon. We're the same. We throw the same. We put the same, all this stuff. Uh, um, I don't know.
2: I don't, If as far as Dismania is concerned, Dismania has never been like a one person company. They've never put all their profits, and now it's been two people, like Simon and, and Eagle. I think that partnership, that duo is really what. What works best for them and a lot of their media stuff a lot of their promo stuff it's all like hey here's our top two people here's how they throw it differently so i think that's going to kind of be the same with kyle and, and Ken. i don't think they're going to be like one's going to be better than the other obviously i think eagle was better than simon um when it came to tournament wise just because simon was always the let's have fun like if i'm not having fun i don't want to do it he's changed a little bit you know since he's gotten older he can't throw as far as who's yeah. going to be smarter. But I think that um, – I think it's always going to be – they're going to be right up against each other, same level of competition.
0: Yeah, Gannon to me is like – and you saw this last year. He he would be inconsistent when he wasn't in the – and he even says this, when he's not in after the first round, if he's not close, he he, like, is so discouraged that he, like, just plays terrible. And so – and where yeah. Kyle can kind of, like – crawl his way back in which is a little bit of the maturity side of disc golf i think of like hey you're still in it consistency yeah. Ganon's like if i don't win i don't care that type of vibe which is very like ricky and paul used to be i feel like um so yeah i think it'll be something to look out on maybe maybe we'll keep a little tracker throughout the throughout this season of the of the disc Mania battle
1: yeah and i don't want everybody to forget about nicholas either i mean
0: yeah, true. A little true. little true. sneaky
1: top ten boy in this tournament. Nicholas is super um, underrated. Just so, I mean, so I feel cute. Like, oh.
0: <laughs> he
1: actually cool. Key, so cool.
0: <laughs> wait,
1: yeah, cool. Cool and cute. All right, next, wait. next,
0: <laughs> next. Anyways, so that's the top ten right there. Um, pretty cool. Great. I think it was a great event overall. Uh, we already talked about the course itself. I think definitely. We'll keep going and keep what about Paul Macbeth finishing in like I
2: don't even think he hit cash.
0: Okay, let's do some low lights. Who are some low lights for you?
2: This didn't even hit cash. Did he not cash? Did
1: he not cash? I don't think so.
2: Am I wrong on that? I gotta look him? at this. I, I yeah, think he did ca- I think he cashed. If he cashed, he was way down at the bottom.
0: Oh, oh he made he didn't. He did not. Wow. Tied
1: fifty second.
0: Paul. Yeah, was forty
1: five, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, forty five. Wow, that's crazy. His own course.
1: Yikes. He tied. He tied with an eighteen year old.
0: Wow. To be fair, he's still he's still dealing with this injury. Coming off this injury. True. He and I I could see Paul coming back to play this course like sixty percent, just because it's his course. You know, I could see and he that. he might have been
2: distracted because he was helping run the tournament,
0: wasn't he? Did he have his hand in that? Would it be in his course? No? <laughs> I don't. I don't think he was. I mean, obviously, there's a tournament director there, but yeah. I don't know if. I, I mean, obviously, when it's your course, you know, even the weeks before, you're making sure it looks good, all of that. So he was busy. Um, yeah, I think the course director or the tournament director was a. Uh, or the I know the person who helped make the course was a uh, what's that dude from a, uh, foundation. No, I mean Dylan Cease owns it. Man, what's the guy that like is obsessed with Paul? He's what? He's like has he's on that podcast, the Nick, Nick and Carter. Matt show. Nick Car, no, Nick Carl, no, Nick Carl, Nick Carl, yeah, he
1: he was like helping,
0: he was like helping run.
1: <laughs> yeah, Nick Carl and the other guy, the 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 other guy that is always with Nick Carl.
0: Yeah, Nick Carl and the other guy that was always with Nick Carl. They were there. Uh, Jeff Corns. Corny. Jeff Corns. Did you see
2: him at hand the trip? Why is Jeff Corns at every like whoever's winning? He's like right there like their best <laughs> friends. Every single tournament <laughs> and he's always in those tight shirts just every tournament. Someone knows um, his Jeff. Well <laughs> I don't
1: wanna I don't wanna I don't wanna diss on this guy, but a hundred and seventh place. Brody. Brody
0: Brody Smith. <laughs>
1: How I mean, cro- how B-Boward many players were there? Melton. There was a hundred and twelve players, and one was a DNF. Okay, you got wow. L- in D-NF. Melton, he the shot, L-D.
0: he shot a plus nineteen. That's was kind of crazy. He
2: averaged nine seventy nine for the event. Yikes.
0: I mean, I mean, that's who he is. I mean, it's not like he's a top ten player.
1: I heard a lot of talk about him being a dark horse, no pun intended, this year, <laughs> and uh, that just got totally slammed to the ground off
0: of this tournament.
2: Another person, Ezra Aderhold, yeah, seventy. Sort of that's a pretty surprising finish. For I him. mean,
0: obviously Calvin Heinberg broke his top ten streak mm. that he was on, yeah. so that's a that's a big one. Did, and this, what's surprising is this course suits him so well. Like a big, it really, really does. straight, far throws. It so, really does. So very surprising there by him. He broke it strong, too,
2: at 34th. He didn't finish, like, top 15. Yeah. He was like, way down there.
0: There's a lot of people. I mean, obviously, you have, like, one of the best in the, in okay, the nation, let me Kevin ask Jones. You this.
2: So Calvin Heimberg, being from Florida, do you think that he felt a little, like, Home field pressure, like he had to show up because it was his home state.
1: He's too good for that now. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to see his rounds. I don't know. I feel like once you hit it, once you hit a certain level in a sport, that that stuff goes away. Yeah, but I mean, that's just what I feel. I've never played a professional sport, so I don't know.
0: He averaged <laughs> 10, he averaged ten twenty two. 22. I don't know. I think he just probably had a bad round a, ba- a bad, a bad showing. Uh, he did decent at all-star here and it was in the rain. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see at Waco. It's not really a great course for him either Waco, but we'll see with the, uh, with the added course uh, there on the golf course, how that will play out for him. So definitely a lot of people that are surprises. James Proctor's down there. Chris Dickerson. It's not really that surprising anymore, but one surprise was Cale Lavisco was like in the in the top ten after round one. <laughs> I was like, "Dang, bro, my guy!" And then he finished it off with in the middle was a plus three. So,
2: pretty surprised about Nico Castro being in the top twenty.
0: He's him. Mm-hmm.
2: What do you mean? Just his game is not very like. I don't know. He's had been yeah. there in
0: six months, eight months. Sure, Matt Bell, the goat, one of the best putters. It'll be interesting. I'm excited to see how this year plays out. That was a great kind of starting tournament, I think, um, to kind of see see some disc golf again. So I love it. Yeah. Uh, I want to I want to end by kind of going through our Waco predictions. Uh, uh, who who you got winning? I mean, female? Does anyone want to? Wanna go against Kristen or what? Give me Evelyn.
2: Give me, Eve- I mean, Give she, me Evelyn. Can, <laughs> Kristen could beat me up, so she shows up at
0: Waco. You know what? Give me Missy Gannon. I
1: think Missy is like, good
0: at Waco. I like Missy there at that
1: course. You're doing a skit Bayless right now. It's crazy.
0: <laughs> Give me Iguadala. <laughs> Max Kellerman. Uh yeah. I just think. If anyone's going to do it, I think Missy has a good chance of that course. She she's a good consistent player, throws a lot of lines. I think she could do it. I don't know how yeah. maybe and maybe Kristen comes in with a little like a little slow compared to these these other people have a like a, a whole tournament under their belt already. So yeah, true. Who knows? Uh, what about Mail, MPO? Give me some predictions, maybe.
2: I think Simon's going to pop off.
1: Ooh. That's bold. That is <laughs> That's bold. Is.
2: Gonna do All real right. He's going to good.
1: Here's my here's my top 3. No, no order. No specific order for these top 3, but this is going to be the top 3. Kyle Klein. Isaac Robinson. And I'm going to say Ricky.
0: Yeah.
1: Calvin or Kyle, Isaac, and Ricky top three. I don't know what order, but they're gonna be there. I
0: I I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Calvin. I think Calvin's gonna get it. I think this golf course is really suited. I've seen some of the clips of it. It's really suited for his game. So if he can kind of get back on track, I think he has a good chance. And then Ricky would be like my second. I think Ricky plays really good open and wooded. And it seems like he's kind of back a little bit. He played really well. So we'll see we'll see between those guys. I think it'll be quite the challenge.
2: Question. Last yeah. question. Do you think Macbeth will have two tournaments that he's not in the cash?
0: No, he'll he'll cash at Waco if he plays. I think. Yeah, he'll definitely cash at Waco. I
1: think I think top 20. Hmm. Top 20
0: for top sure. 20. I like it. I like that call. All right, let's let's go. We're doing a fantasy league. I want to kind of walk I don't want to walk through all of it. I just want to kind of do an update who's in the lead, who, you know, who's doing what. Well, let's just do us 3. There's more people in our league, but how how did our week look um this week. So um I had 10 points. I have Calvin, Kevin AB, Ezra Robinson, which he also slacked off. I was like, "Bro, and then James Robinson, who didn't make cash. So, uh, A.B. carried, got me majority of my points. And so, that's really my that's really what my, my layout is. 10 points. What y'all
2: got? Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Uh, I had everybody get points except for Ben Calloway. Don't know what happened to him. He's usually could've, a consistent Could have told you that.
0: And... I could have told you that, buddy. He's usually a consistent cat. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But...
2: And then I had Corey Ellis and Emerson both not play, so I didn't put them in, had them on the bench. Um, I expected more from Silas because he loves Florida. And he usually plays well in Florida, um, but he did not. I think the tournament pressure of being at that stage maybe got to him a little bit. He's still learning how to adapt to those things.
1: So. Cool. Well, I'm in second place um, after week one, only second to Zach Artis, who's not here, but... Um I had Isaac Kyle and Nicholas on the top ten. Uh, I had Chris Dickerson who cashed and uh, Bradley Williams who cracked top uh, 20. So um, yeah, you pretty good, good s- week for me. All you five good- of my starters were top or all five of my starters cashed. I had four in the top 20 and three in the top ten. so
0: sick. We will keep you updated on that. I think that'll be an interesting interesting series. Uh, throughout the, this whole year. We'll see who wins it all at the end of the year. But I think that's going to be it for our first ever show. I think it's been a, a pretty good show. What do y'all think? Y'all Man, like it? Y'all this vibing? Is fantastic. I'm vibing. Go follow us. I, hey, <laughs> that's a good thought. Before we get there, we have a 500 subscriber giveaway that we're doing. Uh, 500 you, no. you can win 10 brand new discs. Uh, we have had a bunch of people already do this, but all you have to do is go to our Instagram, share our post, uh, follow us on Instagram and subscribe to our channel. When we hit 500, we will do our giveaway. So make sure you do that. You have to tag three people in the comments of our posts. Do it, do it, do it. Yeah. Right there. Go follow us on Instagram. We want to give these discs away. I'll tell you this. I have two sponsors already that are helping us with this. My sponsor right. prodigy is sending us some discs, some of the best plastic in, in the world. What did you say?
1: He said RFP, Rfp. is pointing to Logan. <laughs> <laughs> RFP Logan.
0: Prodigy is gonna send us some discs, and Hooligan Discs is sending us some discs for this box. So yeet. we're gonna, it's gonna yeet. it's gonna be a great box. Make sure you follow us, do all those things because you want a chance to win this. five hundred subs. thank you guys so much for that. Other than that, I think that's it. We're going to sign off and make sure you like, subscribe, follow, do all the things, and we will catch you next time on MacTown Disc Golf. Bye-bye.